says I have trouble with intimacy, but people often die when they get close to me. I'm kicking and punching. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the DC Threekly Weekly Batman and Robin Eternal podcast. This is uh, a podcast about issue f- number five of Batman and Robin Eternal. And uh, just to give you a heads up before we get into it here, there will be spoilers for the issue. So if you haven't read it yet, uh, go back and read it before listening. Um, my name is Vince. Uh, I have with me Brian and Zach, as always. And uh, let's start by going through the plot of issue number five a little bit. Um, So it starts off with one of those flashbacks that they've been doing to um, Bruce and Dick as Robin. And you get to see Crane, you get to see Jonathan Crane working with the orphan and presumably mother and they're, they're, they're using a church as their hideout, the church of St. Elijah the Thunderer. Um, they, Batman and Robin end up crashing in on the church, and uh, it seems like they've escaped. So, cut to the present, we've got the same church, uh, but now it's under the order of St. Dumas, or Dumas, which I believe is an earlier a, a reference to earlier Batman stories, right? Uh, did did I, you guys pick up on that? It sounds really familiar. Is that I from the cult? Place it. What's that? Is that from the cult? Not, Is it the church from the cult? No, I think it's... Well, we'll get to that later, okay? okay. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that because I have a couple points about that. Okay, so... It's in the present. We've got Harper and Cassandra have come to the church now. And they stumble upon um, the orphan and um, help me out here. Uh, it seems like Cassandra led them there. Yes. Well, yeah. right. We see Cassandra there in the flashback working with yeah. the orphan. So we know that she's been there before. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So there's a confrontation there. Meanwhile, we've got uh, Dick, who you remember from last issue, was visiting Tim's parents, the Drakes. And he's there to figure out whether Tim has a connection to Mother, I think, because of his name was on the list. Um, is that right? Yeah, we were debating last week whether uh, Dick thinks he was compromised or not. Yeah, sure. Um and and turns out that's exactly what he's there to investigate. Um, while he's there, he's in disguise, so nobody recognizes him. Um, but Poppy from uh, from over in Grayson shows up and kind of ruins things. And they they get into a fight, and they end up triggering security. Uh, and you f- you end up finding out that Tim Drake created this security system for his parents and completely new background for them as a family to sort of protect them while he's off being Red Robin. So this creates, uh, 
you know, Tim shows up then, and this creates a sense of distrust between him and Dick. Um, and I think that's it for the issue. Is that everything? More or less, yeah. That's a nice right. summary of everything. Yeah, I get. I wouldn't call it nice, but <laughs> more like <laughs> rambling. But, but okay. So that that's what's happening in this issue. So, um, Brian, I understand that this was your least favorite issue of Batman and Robin Eternal so far. Uh, so yes. would you want, you want to tell us why? Yeah. Um, to me, this issue, well, it, it did, it did one thing that I really dislike in comics, which is that the last issue ended on a, on a, on a cliffhanger of Tim getting a phone call from mother. And that's not addressed at all. Mm-hmm. And that's a bummer. And they're great. Yeah. It's less of a bummer because it's a weekly comic. And so within the month, I might have had to wait for a monthly issue. Maybe we'll get back to that. But that was just, there's a huge cliffhanger that's just left with nothing to do. That's one problem I have with it. The other one is that um, you know, I have no problem with the flashback. Uh, the flashback served its purpose. I thought that uh, for the most part, the Cassandra and Harper stuff was absolutely fine. To me, the... Uh, Almost everything at the Drake house, I didn't really particularly enjoy. Um, I still feel like the origin's a little bit muddied, even though it was laid out as clearly as could be. It's it's just, there's, there's still a lot of questions to be asked there. You're talking uh, about Tim and his parents? Tim and his parents, yeah. So mm-hmm. I... Let me just step in and say I think that's unavoidable because of how screwed up it was in the New 52 to begin with. That's very very possible, if not probable. Yeah. Did you do and any actually, research in the past week? I did I, not. I, did no. it. I didn't. I didn't do any research, but reading this made me remember the issue where you, fi- you supposedly find out that Tim was not actually a Drake. Okay. I, I do remember that now. And, and this explanation... Well, very comic booky and totally not satisfying in like an overall dramatic way. As a retcon, I'm glad it happened. <laughs> you know. Okay, I could see that. Um, I mean, I, I, see, what, he, what we learned was was Tim Drake is Tim Drake, right? And this was all just a ruse, right? Yeah, so I'm fine. Oh, with that. okay, I, mean, I see what you're saying. Where, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. you think so you think this is True. fixing that? I think it is. is. It, I mean, isn't yeah, that what okay. supposed to yeah. I see like, I don't know. I I was so unclear on what had what even we were supposed to know already. Like if okay. this was like old news, like we knew that this had happened, but I what you're saying makes sense and I think that's probably what's going on here. Yeah, I I honestly didn't pick up on that either. Um, you know, I to me it just seemed like it was more of the sort of gobbledygook of the New Fifty Two, um, thrown together. But I will say that that the last thing that Tim says to Dick is a pretty perfect characterization of Tim. Yeah, about yeah. Bruce, and I thought you were different from Bruce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and next time we get. One of these guys on the on the main podcast, we we got to grill him about 
the Tim Drake origin. Surely one of them knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's too bad we already got Orlando. Yeah, exactly. Although I'm sure he, dirt. I'm sure he'd come back. But that's a whole I'm other sure. story. Um, Just to talk about Tim Drake's origin. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, you know one of the one of the parts that that also just just bugged me about this was I feel like this origin was just millimeters away from being a per or, or this sorry, sorry Tim's interaction with his parents is just millimeters away from being perfect like Tim is the detective of the of the bat family that's not Bruce right like he is the one he figured out Bruce's identity mm-hmm. um he is the techie of the group so he he would absolutely make a a security system for his parents in this way. I thought that was that was you know nicely handled in terms of character development, but there's something about everything that just seemed a little bit stilted to me, and I also have to come down a little bit hard on the art here. I feel like uh, because there were three different artists handling this book, there are times like if you guys if you guys have a physical copy in front of you. Or if you just if you're looking on Comicsology, the the penultimate page when you see uh, Tim, like he's in a little panel by himself in the bottom right corner, that's Damien. That's not Tim. <laughs> like, that is absolutely Damien Wayne. Um, you know, there's just a lot of sort of inconsistency with the art, and I think that I can, I'm pretty good at overlooking art inconsistencies if the story's really good. But if if my mind is already wandering from the story being a little bit lackluster, then I tend to pick up on these things pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zach, you really enjoyed this issue. I mean, I I enjoyed it in that it I felt like it moved the story along a bit more than the last few have. How? Um. Well, you know, now that you pressed me on it, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I had a feeling that it was progressing more. Okay. Okay. Um, when I, you I, actually like talk about what happened, I, you know, I guess I can't say that it did all that much, especially like you know, it's funny you you brought up the the Tim Drake cliffhanger because it wasn't until the end of the issue and I had like gone through that whole sequence that I remembered. Oh wait, that's how last issue ended. This didn't reference that at all. So I, you know, I guess in the moment while I was reading it, I was getting into it a lot more. And then like after, you know, it's sad. I, I, I guess maybe, I don't know, not as much actually happened as I thought it did. Like there's also that scene where um, Harper is like, she's fighting the orphan and she, she says something like, Oh no, not you. Or no, it can't be you. And I got to that part in the story, and I was like, "Oh, this there's are they going to reveal the the identity of the orphan?" And I kind of like carried that on through to the end of the story, and then they didn't. So like throughout the story, I kind of felt like, "Oh, this is going places. Stuff is happening." And then by the end of the issue, they kind of undid all of that. But if it, that makes sense, isn't she just saying not you because he was the one that attacked in her apartment? Maybe, but I also thought that was kind of weird because. Let me see how the scene plays out. So she, uh, 
Orphan says, why follow her row to make a connection? She's incapable of that. We made her that way. She doesn't know him. She doesn't know how. And Harper says, no, it, it can't be you. And then uh, Orphan just keeps his monologue going. <laughs> it just, um, so, yeah, I don't know. So this, to me, it's that really means that she might have like figured that. out. To me, that to me, it might mean that she may have figured out who's under the mask. That's what I thought. Him. Yeah, that's how I took it. Because guess, otherwise, it's just like really cheesy. He jumps out of that statue, and <laughs> she's like, "Oh no, not you! Oh, I fought you earlier. Oh no!" Right, exactly. Like like the way it's written makes it seem like there's more weight to it. You right, know? exactly. Like it can't be you is different than saying, "Oh, it's you." Right. You know. Right. So. I'm going to defend the issue a little bit more than, like, even you did, Zach, because, like, when pressed, you said, you know, not a lot happened. Well, that might be true. Like, the story didn't progress as much as we may have liked it to. But I thought that this was a substantial issue as far as content was concerned. Like, it didn't necessarily move all that Yeah, I I will agree with that. I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, Yeah. I, mean, I agree with that. You you got that interaction with the orphan where where maybe there's a little hint that that it might be someone of significance to the other members of the story and you got a little bit more with Crane and 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 found mm-hmm. out a little bit more about how he might be connected to this. Yeah, I would actually say that that opening flashback was pretty substantial for kind of filling in gaps about how everything is sort of related here um, yeah. and, ha- and, you... and how like apparently the orphan is dependent on Crane's fear gas. And like, I'm wondering if that's what, you know, there's that scene when he's fleeing in the present and he like pulls the tubes out and there's a gas coming out of it behind him. And I, I wondered like, is that the, is that the fear gas? Is he kind of living off of that somehow? Yeah, well, it keep, it, I believe Crane says it keeps him lucid to right basically huff that stuff. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. And uh, is there any significance that I'm not remembering or picking up on with Prague? Weren't they in... Did they go to Prague in one of the earlier flashbacks? I want to say the first flashback was in Prague. I think you're right. Like, I think it's even in the preview before, like, the, uh, the, the, was it Batman Day? Mm-hmm. Like, special Maybe edition. that's what it was. Maybe it was in that issue. I'm just gonna walk across the room and get that issue. Hang on one okay. second. I don't remember. I, I always forget that that was a separate thing that wasn't, wasn't a, uh, because originally I thought that that Batman preview day was just like a preview of the first issue, and I keep forgetting that it was um, its own thing. Its own thing, yeah. All right, let's see. Um, no, it doesn't. Uh... Okay, maybe it was the first issue then. Yeah, I have them all I, here. Um, it definitely seems like something that has been brought up before in this series. The first issue had the big flashback to Cairo, where we saw Bruce with the gun, or Batman, rather Batman with the gun. Um, 
Maybe Dick went to Prague? I don't know. Anyway, um, Vince, you had said that there was some connection you felt to prior Bat stories. Yeah, so that's going to be my one thing. Oh, okay, okay, uh, fine. If we, we want to skip right to that. Is there anything else you guys want to say about the issue? Mm, I thought it was interesting that they showed that Cassandra was active in that it like in the flashback even at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah, that she was um it shows we weren't sure as I wasn't sure how active of a member of Mother's Cabal she was. Mm-hmm. You know, if she was just made by them but never really worked with them. And here we see her, you know, basically being a full-on agent of Mother. Right. Um, I have nothing else to add. Zach, anything? Mm, no, we can go ahead and get to our uh, our three points. Okay, Vince, since you teased yours, why don't you go ahead and start? All right, so the Order of St. Dumas. Um, this is a connection to uh, Ray Shagul. Is I, it? I don't, I don't know if you guys remember this. Yes. I believe he was either part of the order in like an earlier, um, in like an earlier time before he became like the League of Assassins leader, you know. Right. Um, and also, uh, Azriel mm-hmm. was born out yep. of the out of the yeah. order. Okay. I was, was just an assassin I was just, for them. Yeah. It's funny I just you mentioned Googled that. It. It's funny you mentioned that, uh, Vince, because I meant to bring this up. Last week on the podcast, and I forgot to, we had mentioned in our first or second episode about Azriel's name possibly being on the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you can see, like a Jean Paul, whatever it is there. Mm-hmm. Um, in January or February, I forget which one now, DC is reprinting the first like 12 issues of Azriel's solo books. Uh, and yeah. a lot of times the reprints have to do with someone showing up again in a book. Sure. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Azrael does show up. I'm ninety percent sure that uh, Orphan is uh, Jean Paul Valley. That's what I was just gonna say. Hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, I guess. But I'm wondering if he'll be when he does show up or, or reveal himself or whatever. I wonder if he'll be under some sort of control or if he will be a full blown villain. Um, because I I would kind of like to see them use him again, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would. I know. I would. Back. Surely we'll get a you know six issue miniseries out of this, an Azrael miniseries. Yeah, probably. That's, that'll be the follow up. But he's missing an arm now. He joins the ranks of the the DC proud that have hmm. lost an arm. Roy Harper. Um, Aquaman. Well, Aquaman. that was a hand, but <laughs> yeah. twice happened twice. It did happen twice. You're right. <laughs> Having a brightest day. Remember I thought brightest that was, day, guys. Yes, yeah, I do. It was brightest day. <laughs> I have that whole series. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I uh, I thought it was interesting that Poppy showed up with an axe that also had half of somebody's arm in it. Yes. Yes, and the the nice midnighter tie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Zach, what's your one thing? Um, well, I, I, I wanted to talk about the John Paul Valley connection. We always overlap guys. I know. 
And I guess I and my other thing I was going to bring up, but I already brought it up earlier, was the uh, the fear talk. What I I guess looks like the fear toxin coming out of his his uh, gas mask at, at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you guys think that is, or is that? Yeah, I think that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We've really kind of like picked this issue apart. I have, well. Do most, you have something, I have the most minor thing in the whole world. <laughs> what, what? Go for it. All right. So, um, what year were you guys like? Would you have graduated from like elementary school? Elementary school. Yeah. Uh, like nineteen ninety nine, ninety eight. I'm so old. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm really like trying to think about how. 2001? I was in college, you son of a bitch. Anyway, um, but so I don't know about you guys. I definitely remember there being class pictures with like a laser display in the background. And if you (laughs) look at Tim's picture here, he has the lasers going on in the background. And that just seems to me that that he'd be way too old to have – he'd be way too young rather than to have been – he's supposed to be 16 in 2015. Wait, isn't – isn't the new Fifty Two set in the nineties? <laughs> no, only stylistically. Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just seems that seems like a bit of a you know. I understand what they're going for with it, but I say uh, shame on you, DC, for trying to take something from the early nineties and make it into a twenty fifteen thing. No, well, I don't care. Dude, I, I was I, I was struggling that... to find something and that, that popped out of we... me. So I think it's more likely that that's like an in joke because right now. There are a lot of people that are ironically doing that for their senior photos. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's the kid with the cat that wanted the lasers in the background. And right, right. Cat. Yeah, picture. so good. Um, um, is there, of, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I was just going to ask if there's any relevance to the the Thunderer, the Saint Oh, Elijah, was it? Yeah, St. Elijah the Thunderer. Yeah. I, I meant to look that up today, and then I got busy watching episode one, The Phantom Menace. And, uh, so, St. Elijah the Thunderer, <laughs> like, his big thing is that um, he was a prophet um, back in the times of uh, Jesus, I suppose, right? And then he, he um, when he died... He apparently was carried to heaven by a whirlwind, which is why in the sign it says by a Elijah the Thunder. Oh, it's, it's that Elijah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I wouldn't I, have called okay. him Saint Elijah. No, because he's he was, an Old he Testament was, figure. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I just presumed it was a different Elijah. Me but too. That, that makes sense, I guess. Kind of. I will quibble with the theology of this, but that's 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 for another day. <laughs> yeah, and I well, I just I wasn't aware. I don't know. I didn't know that there was a. Uh, he has like just a giant like pole with a lightning bolt behind. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought this might have been like some made up DC universe thing, like this. No, they... the Order of Dumas. They call it, him the Thunder. I mean, I don't know if they ever depict him that way. And yeah, I yeah. I, I think I'm, that they did their research for this. Yeah, they did. I just didn't. Orlando's probably really good at that. Yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, does anyone want to tell me why the issue is named Arms of the Thunderer? 
I think just because if you like when you look at them when they go into the the church, there is that giant statue of him. Okay, and, and they're fighting. They're fighting in, in there, and it doesn't. Um, yeah, okay, we see both. The orphan pops out of there. Yeah, I was. We see both Cassandra and uh, and the orphan pop out. They really pop out of more the loins of the Thunderer. <laughs> that, that, that's a far less uh, compelling title. Well, I I would disagree with that. <laughs> I do just want to say also this is not really related, but the last two issues, uh, last one with the cover by Paul Pelletier and this one by Francis Manipal have had great covers. Yeah. Oh man, Manipal is just killing it. Like I say, he just keeps getting better and better. And his unfortunately his workload gets less and less. I know. Um, but, but he's doing those. He's doing um, Aquaman Earth uh, One Aquaman now. Aquaman Earth One, yeah, yeah. Which you know, oh, I, I fear it's going to look be, really good. Yeah, I fear he's going to become one of those guys that just does covers. Yeah, you know? or like Adam Hughes, where he'll do yeah. an interior book once every five years. Yeah, yeah like like this Justice little two issue Justice League stint. Yeah. Oh, how great would a would a full time stint on a Justice League book be? He he's just it's kind of incredible to like just see how quickly he skyrocketed because he you know he like came out of um what's that uh, Aspen? Yep. Yeah, he came out of Aspen. Not many and, do. No, not many no. do. And like just blew up. You know, just going, I guess, like, was his first big break, the Flash? No, he did a few things before that. He did the Jim Shooter Legion run, yeah. that, that really unfortunate one. And he did the Adventure com- Adventure Comics. Yeah, he did that right Johns. before Flash, yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, when I met him the first time, it was at New York Comic Con 2010, so it was pre-New 52, but he was already doing the Flash at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a uh, I have a full watercolor Hal Jordan by him. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'll just take a picture of that and send it to you guys. Okay. Um, but yeah, and it at the time he was charging. It was something like seventy five dollars for black and white, one hundred and fifty for color, and I just wanted him to do black and white, and then. He needed a sketchbook. He ran out of a sketchbook, and I just bought a sketchbook to bring to that con. And he was like, oh, "I have to go." I, he's like, "I have to go find out where they're selling sketchbooks." I have to buy one. I was like, "Oh, here, I have one." And he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll just do color for you then for the same price as black and white." Nice. And so, like, my twenty dollars sketchbook got me the color version of that sketch. So, oh, goodness, yeah, pretty great. I only have like four pieces of original art. That's one of them. So. Well, if you're going to have one, that, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to say about this issue before we uh, call it a day? I I got one more thing. Sure. So, I I really liked the, when Dick first arrives at the Drake's home. The innocent face line? What's that? The you have an innocent face that line? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was gonna say the the part where it says "Welcome back, Agent Thirty Seven. Thank you for choosing." Hypnose. Oh yes. Yeah, when your feeble mind, human mind, clouding and subterfuge abilities just won't do. You have seven deceptions remaining on your free trial. 
Uh, first of all, that's that's such a Steve Orlando line. I feel like I say that all the time. But second of all, I kind of imagined it as the writer of Midnighter kind of poking fun at Grayson, you know? Not in any mean-spirited way, but just like, you know... Just having fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah just having fun, like I'm the writer of Midnighter and Grayson is kind of his on-and-off rival slash friend, you know? So he's going to yeah. poke a little bit of fun at <laughs> the hypnos. I don't know, I just like that part. Yeah, I, I, I actually, at first, I was wondering, like... Uh... I overthought that at first. <laughs> and I was like, "What's who is saying this? But then I was like, no, that's just a lot of fun. And it's okay to have fun in the comic book. Yes. So, I agree. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I think that wraps it. Okay. Um, we're all on Twitter. I'm at Brian is an app. I'm at DJ underscore O-S-T-R- O-W-S-K-I <laughs> <laughs> about it and I'm Mr. Fox 89 and uh, we'll see you next week guys Big Grayson at the moment